0: In John 20, 21 and verse 22 says, "So Jesus said to them again, "Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. Look at your neighbor. As the Father has sent Jesus, I also send you. right? And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, "Receive the Holy Spirit, or in the old King James, the Holy Ghost." So, you know, when you see a lot of preachers coming around and they're blowing on you, it's scriptural. (laughs) Don't freak out. All right. That Jesus himself blew on people. Okay. So don't, hopefully, anyway, I won't get in that. Look at the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 8. Because we want to be scriptural. I'm, I'm very big on that. There are things that I've been involved in that's not scriptural, but it was God. All right? But um, those are things that God's doing. Look at the verse 4 and 8, 4 through 8. Let's read it together in Acts 1. Can we stand and read this part together, please? If you're able to stand. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. I want to talk to you today about times, seasons, power. Lord, we ask that your word would come off the pages and into a heart, let it be rhema to us. Open up our minds uh, that we may understand, our ears that we may hear, our heart we may receive. Lord, let the people see past me and at the cross. Lord, let this word change our life. Let it be revelational, uh, God. Let it be change us from the inside out. Let us see things we've never seen. Let us hear things from you, O Holy Spirit, that we have never heard. Bless the hearer of the word. Let your people see. You You, O God, we thank you for this word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You know, here we we see that Jesus had come back and he had been, uh, he's resurrected from the dead. He has come back and he's walking around the earth for 40 days. And the Bible says in the book of Acts that there were innumerable amount of signs and wonders that had been done. And Jesus here is in his uh, resurrected body. Uh, and man, I could imagine the last thing that the disciples saw or the last thing that John the, uh, the apostle or Mary, the, the mother of Jesus, saw was this bloody Jesus. The Jesus that was uh, uh, torn uh, from his uh, flesh by the beatings uh, of, that he took from the Roman guards. The same Jesus that uh, had a bloody crown. And that uh, could you imagine that his blood would just pour down his face that his mother probably had a hard time recognizing. This bloody Jesus that had his beard plucked out and I can imagine from his skin was bleeding. This bloody Jesus that was hanging from the cross and that that while he was hanging on the cross, all of his disciples disappeared but one. Imagine uh, the noise and uh, the pain and the agony uh, the, the, of the two uh, thieves hanging on the left side and the right side. Uh, the commotion uh, and the people yelling and screaming, crucified, crucified, you heretic. You uh, You are not the son of God and you have women crying and you have soldiers uh, uh, Telling them to be quiet. You have uh, Pharisees and religious people uh, saying, see, he is not the son of God. He is a false prophet. Could you imagine the last thing they didn't remember was this Jesus? And then Jesus rose and now he's walking around and he's in his resurrected body. You know, the Bible says that in a moment, in a twinkling of eye, uh, that we will also be changed into what we do not know. But the Bible says that we will be like him. Oh, I don't know about you, but, you know, as I've gotten older, uh, I don't know if you noticed today, I was kind of moving a little bit gingerly. I am actually sore from the waist down because, you know, my, uh, doing all these exercises in my body. And, and you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, as you get older, you wish that you had the knowledge uh, of what you have now, but you wish you were in your 20s, Right. <laughs> Uh, Because age makes you slower physically, but your mind and the experience of life that you wish you were aging backwards. How many can say amen to that? Right? You wish that you had a 20-year-old body and a 60-year-old mind because the life experiences have taught you to be patient. Life experiences have taught you uh, to never sweat the little things because there is times in our life and that changes the moment that we live. That in our life, that there we go through times of trial. Oh, you don't, you won't And that there are moments of times in our life that we go through times of joy. And every moment, every times of our life, we learn certain things about ourselves. And see, here we, we see that Jesus, the disciples hear that Jesus is breathing on them. He's raised from the dead. And he says, look, uh, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, there are promises that are coming to you. But you have to wait. Some of us don't like to wait. Who likes to wait? I have a family member in my, I won't mention his name, but uh, he's very impatient right? Uh, He'd go to the grocery store, and I mean, he, he can't wait in line, so he gets somebody in the store. Could you check this out for me? Like, right now, sir, you need to go cashier. No, I need you to check me out right now. Say, sir, I work in the aisle. You need to check me out. See, nobody wants to wait. Have you ever waited for a movie or at a restaurant, and then especially people who get, they get angry when they're hungry, so we call them hangry? and and they get upset because they have to wait because nobody wants to wait. Today, it's hard for us to wait. We can't wait uh, uh, for the internet to load anything anymore because we have broad speed internet and it has to be now. We get upset if it's too slow. I remember dial-up. Remember that, uh, Brother Paul? We had dial-up, and it make this noise, ding, 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 and all these things. And, and we, would, we were uh, fast if we had 28 KB moving. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 28 K. My kid's like, what what, what? what are you talking about, Dad? See, Jesus says you have to wait. And then when they said, okay, Lord, but if we wait... Will you restore the kingdom to Israel? You know what's amazing to me? Oftentimes, uh, God is trying to give us something more powerful, but we're always worried about our authority and that, Oh, God, give me back what I desire. You see, what the the disciples weren't saying, but I told you, I'm going to give you a comforter. He's going to be your teacher. He will show you things. He will give you power, dunamis power. And they're like, no, but are you going to restore the kingdom? Are you going to give me my stuff? Are you going to give me, let me be the head and, and not be the tail? Because they were ruled by the Romans and they wanted to be the head now. Because now they know that Jesus is for real because what he said has been fulfilled. I'm not trying to rap, but they... uh, (laughs) is for real because when he said he he was going to rise, he rose, and there he was 40 days with them. And what they wanted was to say to prove everyone else, I told you I served the right God. And God was saying... It's not, it's only God the Father that knows the times and the seasons. But what you need is power. Oh, brothers and sisters, today I want to tell you that oftentimes we are looking uh, for us, for God to put things in order because it say, Lord, when is my time? When is my time to be used? When is my time? When is it my season? Uh, I'm tired of being single. I'm tired of being without. I'm tired of being barren. When is it my time? Is my season come yet? You know, oftentimes that when people are looking for work or, or certain things, they said, when is it my time, Lord? Because we are worried because somehow that we think that God doesn't know what we need. And see, if we would just wait on God, God will not only fulfill, but he's saying that I don't want to just fulfill what is in your heart. I want to exceed what you have, that you believe. See, there are times in our life and there's also seasons in our life. Because God is funny in this way that I often ask God, I say, God, uh, why, why do you allow us to go through the things that you allow us to go through? Why do I have to go through hard times? Why do I have to go through seasons of of crying out and and feeling like uh, everything around me is closing in? There are times and then there are seasons. There are times. Times is chronos, which is uh, what the Greek call chronos. That's where we get chronological. It could be long or it could be short. But seasons are times that is is a region of time. It is an area of time. It is like winter season season and, uh, and spring season. It is perpetual in that state. And God, Jesus said, it is not for you to know the times or the season, but you will receive power. See, God is more interested in us receiving power because the power of God gives us authority. Yes. Yes. See, we cannot serve people without the authority of God. Because anyone can serve, but to serve and change lives requires authority. See, when you and I become endued with power from God, we have an authority that changes lives because when God's power comes upon our life, we can then speak words of power. That's why God's word is so Powerful. That's why the Bible says that heaven and earth may pass away, but my word is forever. That's why whenever God wanted to change something, He just speaks it. That's right. Oh. When he he looked upon the earth and he saw darkness, he said, let there be light, and it changed. When he looked upon the earth and he saw no land, he said, let the dry ground separate from the water, and there was land. When he saw that he needed to hang the sun and the stars and the moon, he said, let the heavens create their suns and stars and the moon and he said when he looked on the ground and there were no grass and no vegetarian he goes let the vegetation and the trees and the herbs grow See, brothers and sisters, power is more important than the times of lack or the times of abundance that you and I need to have. See, the disciples here is not understanding uh, something that God uh, or Jesus explained to them. He says, don't worry about the time or seasons that only God can control. What you need to worry about is wait on the power. Everybody say, I need power. power. Say, I got the power. Wasn't there a song called, I Got the Power? See, having power changes things. Brother and sister, has anybody here gone through a storm and and the lights are cut off? You know, when, when the lights are cut off, you have no power. And when you have no power, you have no dinner. And when you have no dinner, you got hungry and you get hangry. You get angry because you're hungry. Right? Because power allows you to change things. That's why Jesus was more interested in us worried or the disciples about having the power of the Holy Spirit because only the the power of the Holy Spirit can change your life, and change your family, and change your community, and change your marriage, and change your children, and change your church. That's why we have to have the power. Amen. Yes. See, times, there's many times. I notice that there are times that we go through great joy. Has anybody gone through a time of great joy? That you you love everybody. You ever, you ever, have, have you ever had that? You you love everybody. You know? And then have you ever gone through times of hate? I'm gonna say, Pastor, that's not bi- biblical. To hate? And I say, I don't know about that, because Ecclesiastes say in chapter three, there's a time to hate. What? Yeah, read your Bible. <laughs> say, really, Pastor? Yes, it does. In, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there's a time to hate. Yeah. Wow. Has anybody gone through that? Yeah. Yes. Hopefully you don't hold on to it. <laughs> That's right. And then there's a time when you, you are weeping a lot. But then there is time that uh, you give birth to things. You know, uh, uh, I look at all these wonderful uh, uh, little kids running around and we, we were out of town and we saw people that uh, I uh, helped in the Lord in another, and now they're married and have little children. And when I look at them, that they're in that time of motherhood and fatherhood, that they're giving birth to young children. And what I realize is I'm glad my time of that season is over. I don't have to carry diaper bags and, and, wa- and water bottles and, well, and, 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 and uh, milk bottles because there are times and there are seasons. But in all of it, we need the power. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, we need the Holy Spirit power because only the Holy Spirit power can change us. Only the Holy Spirit power can lead children to Christ. Only the Holy Spirit power and can make men's heart that's hardened change. Oh, don't look for religion. Because, oh, I feel like I need to, in this season of my life, I need to go to church. And that's a great thing. But don't just go to church, be endued with power. Because only when you become endued with power, you can change your life. See, oftentimes people say, oh, I don't need that. I remember speaking to someone who said, oh, I don't need the power of the Holy Spirit. I said, you foolish man. How can you not need something that God wants you to have? For me, if you don't want it, I want it. i take yours too. See, you've got to get to a place where it's not just, Lord, are you going to give me the kingdom? Because uh, he said, uh, the disciples said in Matthew, he said, Lord, teach us to pray. He says, let your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, right? And they're like, Lord, we want your kingdom. But you cannot have kingdom without power. Right. Oftentimes, people don't want power. is because when you have power, you are responsible. Yes. 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 When you have power, you are responsible. That's why when, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's good to say stay ignorant because when you don't know, you you aren't responsible. But you know what? In God, you and I, when you have power, when you know, you are responsible. Most people don't want to have that responsibility because they just want to go to church. Are we listening to a man by the name of Francis Chan? And some of you have read his book. Some of you have known him. He started a church uh, in uh, the Bay Area, and he started in his living room, and he grew to 5,000 people, okay, for years, and he walked away. He said, no, uh, I don't want this anymore, and people asked him why. Pastor, you started a church in your home, it's grown to 5,000 people, and he said he convicted him because he looked at the people, and he says, every week, year in, year out, Week in, week out, months in, months out, they come and look at me to, uh, uh, and use my gift. But they are gifted. And as the body of Christ, I've got 5,000 gifted people that's doing nothing. He says, and then they take their gift and they go and work for companies and make them money. But yet they won't use their gift for the kingdom. They just listen to me. Oh, so good, pastor. So good. And he said, you know, and not only that, it took millions of dollars a year to run that ministry. And he said, oh, Lord, I don't want that. So he walked away. People told him he was foolish. He said, no, it really bothered him. See, we need to have power because that power begins to change lives. Only the power of the Holy Spirit can change a person's life. Don't worry about what time you're dealing with. Don't worry that you're in the season. Some of you are older and they say, oh, but my time is up, Pastor. No, no. If God still has you on this planet, your time is not up. I need you. The young people need you. Your love is needed. Your wisdom is needed. Your experience is needed. There are, how did you get through the time when you had lost? How did you get to the time when you had nothing? How did you manage that season of life when you were a mother or a father and raising teens? I don't know that, but you do. Can you share it with me? I need you. See, the problem is we are oftentimes worried about the times and seasons, and God's saying if you just take the power, then you'll have more than you need to get through the times and the seasons. I know, I know you, you didn't read this scripture just like that, but when I was looking at it and studying, I said, God... He says, It's not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in His own authority. Sometimes we are so worried, said, Lord, how come? How come? When is it my turn? When is it my season? When is my season to feel married? When is my season to have children? When is my season uh, to be used? When is my season? Guess what? Your season is here, but you get to have power. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You. you know, I noticed that the disciples were not effective until they were endued with power. Remember that? Remember when this father brought his son, and the son had a demonic spirit? Remember this story? And in the, in the Bible says that the, this father was so grieved that his son, the Bible says that he had a demonic spirit, and the spirit would throw him into the fire, and throw him out, and throw him in the fire, and throw him out. And, and, and he couldn't do anything. And he said, Master, I brought him to your disciple. Okay? And nothing would happen. And then Jesus says, that's because this kind can only come out through f- prayer and fasting. But what's amazing to me is because they haven't had the power. But when they had the power... The same apostles or the disciples of God, Peter and John were going up to the temple. And this man was begging them for some money. Alms, alms. And he says, Peter, look at him and says, gold and silver have I none. But what I have, I give unto thee. Stand up and walk. Amen. Wait a minute. Where did, he, where did he get that power, that authority? That authority came because he was endued with power. Wait a minute, they couldn't even cast out this boy's demon, but all of a sudden you jump and you see him just by going up to the temple to pray, he's healing people. The Bible also says that when Peter walked by, his shadow would heal people. Now that is some power. Brothers and sisters, don't worry about your times or your seasons. Worry about the power. Because that power gives you authority to change men's lives. Have you ever ever used the words that God has given you to really affect a person's life? Can you remember back the last time that your words changed somebody's life, that God inspired you? Where did you get that from? It is because it's the power of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, you cannot have that power until you become submitted to him. See, most people don't want to wait. They say, oh, no, I can't wait. I'm going to do it. Uh, It's my season now. I'm I'm, I'm 30-something years old. It's my season. It's my time. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to jump in. No, God says that, you know what, whatever it is, get the power and start moving in that power. People ask me, when I travel all over the world, do I ever get afraid? I said, not when I'm walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. Every time I'm walking outside of that, I get scared. Because I know that only the power of the Holy Spirit can protect me and give me authority, to open doors. It's amazing to me. There are times in my life that as the authority and the power, doors begin to open. And people will begin to help me. And Peter has experienced that with me. He's traveling. He said, Pastor, that's just amazing. It's just amazing. I'll give you a great example. My family and I were traveling to another city, to another, uh, we were actually in Canada. And, you know, when we visited, we were with some friends and they would take us and I had this 15-passenger van. Why, why is only five of us need 15-passenger van? Okay, because that's the only one that was available and cheap. And they say, the people that were with me, they say, Pastor, you're going to have a hard time trying to find parking with this thing. And did you know, Brother Danny, everywhere I went, even downtown, I had no problem parking. And they say they'd never seen this. Pastor, I have never seen this. I said, what do you mean? He says, every time we come here, there's never parking. And you pull up, there's a parking. And then we go to another place, there's parking. To another place. He said, it's Unbelievable. And he he said, I can't believe it. I said, because I have the power. See, when you walk in God, you're not worried about the times. Oh, this is a bad time to go, Pastor. You know what? The traffic is bad. You got no parking. No, I'm not worried about the times. I'm not worried about what season because it's, it's the summer season. What I'm worried about is, God, you have given me power and that power gives me authority. And because of that authority, I am ushered in and doors begin to open for me. See, brother and sister, it's not I'm special. It's you too. How many times that you have had favor open up to you because you had the power. Yes, yes, yes. See, Peter and the disciples were not very special people. You know, we often think that, man, they were so special. The only special thing was they were called by Jesus, right? But Peter was crucified and died upside down. That's, that's pretty special. Well, <laughs> I don't want to die like that, <laughs> right? Others were beheaded. I mean, wow. You know, Paul, we're like, yeah, the Apostle Paul, but he's been stoned. He's been imprisoned and whipped and shipwrecked and hated on. Man, we like, well, that's special. <laughs> Only if you knew. And so, brothers and sisters, whatever times or season you're dealing with right now, don't worry so much about saying, God, bring the kingdom, put it in order, all the things you promised me. When he said, oh, uh, wait on the promise I told you, they kept thinking the promise was the kingdom. You're going to restore everything. We're going to be the head and not the tail. No, he's like, the promise is giving you power of the Holy Spirit because when you have power of the Holy Spirit, you won't be scared of anything or anyone, and doors of favor that when you speak, things happen. Have you ever wanted to do and speak and things begin to happen? You know, one of the greatest things I pray that I'm always afraid of, said, God, I'm willing to pay the price and give up things, but Lord, I never want to give up your power or your anointing. Because when you walk in it, what you realize is you're nothing without it. Brothers and sisters, don't give up your life for for a bowl of soup like Esau. He gave up. The power of sonship for a bowl of soup. Think about it. That for a bowl of soup, he gave up being blessed as the firstborn. He gave up his birthright. Brothers and sisters, the day of Pentecost was when the church was birthed. Don't give up your birthright because you're worried about times and seasons. Oh, come on. Don't give up your birthright because you're saying, Lord, I, I, I want a better job, and that's a good thing. I want a bigger house, and that's a good thing. I want a better car, that's a great thing. But don't give that up over power, over your authority that you have in Christ. When you have authority in Christ, it gives you a confidence to know that God is with you. And if God be with you, who can be against you? See, brothers and sisters, the boldness doesn't come because you're in your right time or you're in your season. The boldness comes because you have the power that worketh in you. The power that is in you that worketh. That, that power changes things. That power changes the atmosphere. That power begins to give you authority to speak things that are not that is as they are. Think about it. Favor. Whenever God wants something, he speaks it. That's power. Brothers and sisters, he said that we have not because we ask not. That's power. When you're able to speak, and it comes. When you're able to speak, and that power comes. When you're able to speak and change lives. I challenge you, brothers and sisters, today, as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, that as Jesus... (laughs) Blue, it was a, that, was, that word spirit there in the Greek is called pneuma, okay? In Greek, it's pneuma, okay? It's the same word as for the Holy Spirit. It is pneuma, okay? That means there is a breath of life in you. Brothers and sisters, I challenge you that this day, from this day to this week to the, to the rest of the year, I challenge you to breathe life into your situation. Breathe life and say, you know, no, no, I shall live and not die. That that you would breathe life into somebody's life to change them and allow them uh, to know the presence of the Lord. I challenge you uh, even from this day forward to change the way you see things and begin to breathe life and have power in areas you think you don't. There are times that you go through and there are seasons that we live through, but power is what we need more than anything. I know sometimes I look and around and I say, Lord, what is the season that you got our church in? And sometimes I look at it and said, man, there are times I don't even want to show up. And I'm the pastor. (laughs) All right? And you're thinking, and the Lord goes, all you need is power. Be quiet, get power. Because that power gives you a jolt. That power gives you encouragement. That power allows you to see through the dark. Because how anybody, has anybody here gone through the hurricanes <clears throat> and it's dark outside and there's no lights? All, is the power out? How come there's no lights? And you start finding something to give you light. And light always requires power. Yes. Yes. Only light, it requires power. Darkness doesn't require power because darkness is just dark. You can't measure darkness. You, you can't see how dark. Dark is just dark, but you can measure light. Did you know how they measure darkness? They measure how much light emulates from the darkness because you can't measure darkness. It's just dark because darkness is the absence of light because the, how you know how something's dark is they measure the light that's in there or not in there. And so there is actually power of light. That's why these bulbs can be 50 watt bulbs, 60 watt bulbs, 75 watt bulbs, 100 watt bulbs. And if you have those big halogen lights, there's 500 watt bulbs. Because light can be measured. Brothers and sisters, don't worry so much about times or seasons. Let's get power. Yes, Say, Lord, I need the power. I need the Holy Spirit to come upon me. I need the Holy Spirit to get me some favor. Thank you. Because when you have God's power, you have God's authority, you have God. You know that not only that, you, the Bible says that when the Holy Spirit come upon you, He will be your great teacher. There are things that you and I don't know, but He'll teach you ask him and he'll teach you. There are things that I don't know. Lord, I need you to teach me. There are areas I don't know, but I need you to show me. Because he says that at the entrance of your word in the book of Psalms, it gives light. Wow. See, brothers and sisters, it gives light. So you mean at the entrance of your word, it gives light? Yes. That means while you and I are sitting in times of darkness and confusion and we don't know what to do, his word walks in and he gives us light. So, oh, I need to know, oh, I know where I'm going. See, confidence. I used to say this all the time. People used to think, you know, you say this and and somehow you're, you're, you're arrogant. It's not about arrogance. When you have power of God, it gives you a confidence, not within yourself, but in God. And so you are sure and say, God, I know who I belong to. I know who I am. And because of you, I know where I'm going. Brothers and sisters, today... I know some of us are lacking. Some of us are worried because we, are, we don't have work. We don't have finances. Hey, I'm in the same boat with you. I'm no different. But what I desire is, God, I need power. Because power changes things. Power gives me direction. Power gives me peace. Power gives me comfort. Power gives me guidance. Power gives me strength to move forward. Look at your neighbor today. I said, I know you've gone through some times. I know you've gone through some seasons. But what you need is power. Power to change. Power to encourage. Power to resurrect. Power to have ideas. I was asking my wife the other day, Lord, how, I, I told her, I say, honey, please pray for me. Did God, give me witty ideas because I need some power to do different things so that we can change communities. Many of you, Lord, are you gonna restore the kingdom to Israel? And God like, why are you worried about that? What you need to be concerned of is, I need you to be a witness. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. And you can only be a witness of my goodness When you have power, let us stand. As we come before the Lord this afternoon, Jesus says to the disciples, peace to you. As the Father sent me, I also send you. And some of you have marketplace ministries. Some of you can make a change in your job. I know some of you have put more seeds of faith in people that are Buddhists than people like me who was raised in it. Because you deal with certain people and you just keep telling them about the goodness of God. You keep telling them about the goodness of God. And they keep wanting you to come back. I know a brother just like that. And he's not even Asian. Hangs out with a bunch of Asians. It's always telling them about Jesus. Always. And they keep calling him. And when he said this, he breathed upon them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit today you say Lord I receive just say it I receive the Holy Spirit come upon me I receive the Holy Spirit come upon me Lord we bless this day we bless you O oh God the creator and maker of the heavens and the earth, all that we could see and not see. Lord, we receive the Holy Spirit today. Come upon us, Holy Spirit. The altars are open. Can we just come before the Lord this afternoon, just a few minutes? as you take a step towards the Lord, come to the altar, if you feel led to do it, and just have a moment with the Lord. said, Lord, I receive the Holy Spirit. I've been through some times. I've been through some seasons. But Lord, I need your power. I need your power to come upon me. I need your power to renew my heart, the vision. I need your power to give me strength and faith to move forward Holy Spirit I need the power to be a witness for you oh God come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit my pastor Jeremiah as he sings this song why don't we take a few moments and I'll come back and pray and bless us as we dismiss